something episode and I still don't know how to start these things but anyways I hope you guys are having a fabulous 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 week and enjoying your day whenever and wherever you are listening to this before we get into today's episode I just have two announcements to make um numero uno is that I am hosting a free group breathwork session on Wednesday, August 11th at 6 p.m. EST. We are going to do a little bit of meditation um, and then obviously some breathwork for sure. And if you've never done breathwork before, it's such a great tool for deep relaxation to release sensations of anxiety, fear, doubt, um, just release any stuck emotions in the body. We are very, very good at stuffing our emotions down the drain. Um, and with breath work, it's a really, really awesome opportunity to begin to healthfully process through any stuck emotions in the body. Um, it's just a really, really good healing tool. And that's why I decided to get certified as a breathwork facilitator. And as part of my practicum, we need to do so many hours. So like I said, this is going to be completely free. It's 90 minutes. We'll do some breathwork, some meditation. Um, so if you are interested in joining, you'll need to message me like ASAP on Facebook or Instagram, wherever you hang out. Um, I'll link both of the social media platforms in the show notes. Um, I'm sure you're probably connected to me on social media already, but definitely send me a message um, because for the workshop, there's only a certain amount of people that I can take. So let me know ASAP. And the second thing is if you've not yet joined the Food Freedom and Body Love Journey course, girlfriend, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> this is such a beautiful place to start your food freedom journey and learn how to eat in a balanced way, how to release food guilt, how to be able to enjoy ice cream with friends without worrying so much about calories and really allowing yourself to get to this place where you feel so confident in your own body, in your own skin. It is completely self-paced so you can really take your time you'll learn my process of how to rewire your brain so that you no longer feel the impulse to binge so be sure to check that out like I said everything will be in the show notes or if you're just like 
I want to join ASAP, um, then you can actually head on over to sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash FFBL and you can sign up right away. All right, let's jump into this episode. So because this is the last, this is actually the last two principles of intuitive eating. So if you haven't listened to the other ones of the previous episodes, be sure to listen to those. But today we're going to be chatting about how to view exercise in a healthy way and how to honor your health with gentle nutrition. So for the longest time, personally, I used to exercise because I felt guilty for what I ate. So it was kind of like this this punishment, you know? I ate too many carbs. Well, you got to do more cardio. And, you know, I was really, really tired. Well, got to go to the gym anyways. If I missed a workout, holy moly, there would be so much guilt. I would definitely have to make up for it. And it was really just all about calories, right? I remember, um, I think it was a few years ago, everybody had a watch to track steps and to track calories burned. And man, oh man, it became like this negative thing in my life, which was so weird because I always loved exercising. My mom was always, um, she was always active. She went to exercises, exercise classes when she was in, um, when she was, you know, younger and whatnot. And I definitely took that on and I enjoyed it so much, but oftentimes there was like this scarcity, like the intention behind why I was exercising was so toxic. It was, it was a little bit about my health. Obviously, you know, I cared about my health. I wanted to feel good, but it was, the majority was all about looking good and burning calories and, you know, doing more over exercising to really just not even drop weight. I was never overweight, but just I hated my body so much to the point where I felt like maybe I would be happy if I just overexercise and got into a smaller body. Um, but now I'm at a point which is so crazy because if this pandemic happened a few years ago, I would have literally lost my shit because I would have no gym to work out at and I would literally be in my mind. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm wasting, you know, I'm I'm wasting so much time and I'm ruining my progress and blah, 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 blah. Um, but now I exercise to feel better physically, but more so mentally. You know what I mean? It's it's so important for me personally to build mental strength to help me to push through tough times in life. You know, I have my own business. I'm married. You know, like there are so many things in our lives that are going to push us to our limits, right? That are going to challenge us that are going to be hard that's going to be difficult and when I exercise and I'm pushing myself if I'm in a wall squat you know and I'm like oh my legs are burning but you know I can push through for just 30 more seconds I can use that mental strength the next time that I'm going through a difficult conversation or I'm going through a difficult time in my life I can remind myself how just mentally strong I am. And this really came through so much self-love and deepening the connection that I had 
with myself, which involved understanding that I was worthy of feeling good. I was worthy of feeling amazing. And forget about burning calories and staring at your Apple watch to tell you how many calories you've burned and instead really place the intention and the focus on how you feel from moving your body, how you feel from getting in a workout, how much more energy you have, how much more productive you are, how much more happier you are, and how much more healthier you feel. Anytime, anytime you have the goal of exercising to lose weight, it's usually not enough to make you get up and do it. I don't care how motivated you are, if the goal is solely on weight loss, it is not going to be enough for you to get up and and do it. Now, when the focus is on feeling good, let's be honest, who doesn't want to feel good, right? You're going to want to do it. When you have an intention of feeling good, like feeling your ultimate best, you are going to be so much more inclined to take inspired action versus like this this scarcity action of like, I have to go burn calories. I, I have to go do a workout. When you have a good intention, you're going to want to take action. So start moving your body because you care about your body and you care about feeling good. Make feeling good a non-negotiable. Like every single day, make it a non-negotiable. When you wake up in the morning, what can I do today to make myself feel good? And watch how much more motivated you're going to feel. I don't work out every single day, but I move my body every single day, right? I sit a lot. I'm on my computer. That's I work online or I have all my clients online and I'm on my computer a lot. And I'm actually recording this standing up because I'm just like, I can't do all that sitting, like my poor hips, you know, but I make it a priority to go on walks. I love my morning walks with my husband. I work out a few times per week. I bike ride. I do all of these things because I care about my body and I care about feeling good. And if you're struggling with body image, right, I would encourage you to start moving your body in ways that feel good for you because anytime you're going to feel good, right? When you go for a walk, I don't think I've ever like moved my body and went for a walk and said, I feel like shit afterwards, right? You just feel so much better. And that is going to translate into how you feel about your body as well. When my clients in the Academy program, I give every single person Every single one of my clients in the Ditch Decade Diets Academy, a custom exercise plan. Obviously, this is optional, but it is such a huge part of feeling good in your own skin when you're in a consistent routine, you're feeling good, you're moving your body, you're going to get those feel good endorphins. And like I said, you're going to feel so much better about yourself and your body. So again, make feeling good a non-negotiable every single day and just watch how much more um, happier you feel, how much more alive you feel, how much more energy you have, um, and how much more productive you are as well. Okay, that was kind of a tangent, but let's move on to the last principle of intuitive eating. And this is all about honoring your health with gentle nutrition. So what I mean by that is 
understanding how to eat in a way where you are able to enjoy all of your favorite foods, but also eat in a way that makes you feel good, right? Again, always going back to the intention of feeling good. Because sometimes we think about this phrase of unconditional permission to eat and we get scared because we think that we're going to be stuck eating crap all day long and we're going to gain a bunch of weight, right? I, I talk about this a lot. There are so many people who fear weight gain, but giving yourself permission to eat what you want enables you to, yes, eat your favorite foods, of course, eat your favorite foods, of course, right? But let's be honest, if you did that all day long without any wisdom, you are not going to feel good. Like, let's just straight up tell the truth. If you are eating garbage all day long, you're not going to feel good. You're probably going to feel sluggish. You're probably going to feel bloated. You're probably going to feel lethargic and you're not going to feel good, right? I know for me, when I first heard of this concept of unconditional permission to eat, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to just eat carbs because I love carbs, you know? And I did that for a while. Like I did that for quite some time and I wasn't feeling good at all, right? And my stomach would be in so much pain when I would just eat all the chocolate. Um, I would feel like crap, right? So honoring your health with gentle nutrition is giving yourself permission to enjoy those carbs, to enjoy the chocolate with wisdom, right? With wisdom. So what this might look like is maybe you uh, go out for lunch with a girlfriend or your partner or coworker or whatever the case may be, and you go out to eat and maybe you also get dessert, right? Because the dessert menu looks really, really good. You guys eat lunch and then you have dessert. And then maybe come the evening time, maybe you also remember that you have ice cream in the freezer and maybe come nine o'clock at night, you're like, I really want the ice cream. Well, you absolutely could eat the ice cream, right? That's unconditional permission. But what it what is wise? What is wise of you? It's probably not wise to, you know, not eat dinner, not eat a meal and just go for the ice cream. It's probably a good idea to eat your dinner, make sure you're getting in, you know, your your protein, your carbs, your vegetables, and then you can be able to to eat the ice cream as well. But it's not a wise idea to skip dinner and just go straight to the ice cream, right? Just like, you know, you can eat cookies every single day, but it's wise for you to also get in some fruit and some vegetables and enough protein so that you can actually have energy. You can actually really, really, really feel good because none of us want to feel sluggish. None of us want to feel bloated, right? So you need to start eating in a way that takes into consideration how you want to feel. Another example of eating with wisdom, like using wisdom and practicing gentle nutrition is this, maybe you know that you have meetings back to back, like you have meetings back to back for the next four hours, right? Right after lunch, you have meetings back to back. Maybe on your lunch break, you're not that hungry, right? You're not really feeling too hungry, but 
you know that you're not going to be able to get your next break until four hours later. So instead of just saying, well, I'm not hungry, I'm not going to eat. I'll just eat after my four hours of meetings, which is not a good idea because you're probably going to be starving. And guess what? When we're starving and we're ravenous, we're more likely to go for those um, highly palatable foods and overeat. So it is wise, although you are not exactly super hungry, to eat something small on your lunch break so that you can have something in your stomach for those four hours where you are on meetings back to back, right? So that is another example of what gentle nutrition is. It's just honoring your body and, and, and giving your body what it needs, right? And remember this, you guys, like repeat after me, there is no such thing as perfect eating. Let me say that again. There is no such thing as perfect eating. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody is a perfect eater. And to be healthy, you don't even have to be a perfect eater. You don't have to eat in one certain way to be healthy. I remember thinking that there was only one way to be healthy. You know, every single time I tried a new diet, I'm like, this is it. This is what I have to do to be healthy. But eating salads, just like eating salads for one week isn't going to make or break your health. Eating cookies for one week straight isn't going to make or break your health either right? It's what you do consistently over time that matters. And this is why it's so crucial to build a good relationship with food so that you don't feel like you need to go overboard, right? When you have a good relationship with food, you don't feel guilty after eating certain foods. You don't have that all or nothing mentality. You're not going to want to binge. You're not going to want to stuff your face with cookies because you're, you're allowed to eat them. Right, we can use our wisdom to get in nutrients because we love the way that it makes us feel, and we can also enjoy ice cream and going out for dinner with friends because you know that if you deprive yourself of these foods, you're just going to binge on them later. So, right now, if you find yourself maybe gravitating towards you know, what's quick and what's easy and you know that you're eating foods that don't really make you feel good, look at it from the perspective of I deserve to make time for my health. I deserve to cook meals for myself because I am worthy of that. I am deserving of feeling good versus thinking that you can't eat your favorite foods. That is depriving yourself, right? You absolutely can eat what is quick, what is easy, but if it's not making you feel good, then that's not respecting yourself, right? That's not an act of self-care. Yes, you might be busy. Yes, you might be having, you know, kids to take care of. Maybe you're really, really busy with work and the easiest thing is to just pop, you know, one of those frozen pizzas in the oven and it's not that you can't do that, but if you find yourself lacking energy, you don't feel good, remember that's not respecting yourself so it's all about changing your perspective and reminding yourself that you're deserving of feeling good and you're deserving of making time for your health and prioritizing what you put in your body right self-care in self-respect needs to be a priority if you're one of those people that likes a to-do list put that on the top 
Self-care and self-respect is a priority. Now, I want to speak to the person that might be having trouble with this mindset still of like giving yourself unconditional permission to eat um, with wisdom because maybe you're just scared. Maybe you're still scared of eating different foods. Maybe you're still scared that you're going to lose all control, right? And if that is the case and you you know that like you're still holding on to rules, you know that you still feel guilty after eating certain foods, you know that you're you're fearful of certain foods, you can't even go out to dinner without feeling so much anxiety or stressing out about calories. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, you're going to want to check out my new course. It's the Food Freedom and Body Love Journey. You can literally get all of the tools to set you free and feel balanced and in control with food as soon as you join the course. So be sure to check out the show notes below so that you can join right away or you can actually just go to the website sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash ffbl and be on your way to no longer feeling controlled by food and being able to enjoy your favorite foods without guilt because this process of finding food freedom you guys it doesn't need to be complicated It doesn't need to be hard. It can feel like you're swimming upstream when you don't have the right tools. But when you do have the right tools to rewire your brain and actually get to the root, you no longer need to struggle with this. You can be free from this struggle. So be sure to check it out. Again, the website is sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash FFBL. So that is all for this episode thank you guys so much for listening be sure to also leave a review and rate this podcast it means so much to me when you do this because it's going to help me spread my message across to more women who need this so thank you thank you thank you for doing that in advance and i will catch you in the next episode